Hello, welcome to the second episode of Jumix at 5. Um, before we even start, I would like to say thank you to everyone who have been listening to our first episode and providing us with very constructive feedback. Of course, um, the most feedback that we've received is our audio quality is toot. So um, hopefully in this podcast, you'll listen to better quality audio and so we'll start with, of course, what is after five at Jumix. We are going to change in, in, in long term, but for now, we are doing this podcast because we want to share whatever discussions, whatever you know, news that we have been sharing behind the doors at Jumix. And why after five is because after five is the time that you relax and listen to something more casual. Of course, we'll be um, turning this podcast to somewhere that you listen when you're alone in your room or anything like that. So we'll be sharing a lot of social issues, social media trends in a very light-hearted way. So my name is Deanna and... I'm Sen still here. So today, Sense, what uh, what have been... I mean, today we're going to talk about a very interesting, interesting topic that everyone can relate to. But in our previous episode, what did we share? Okay, so have, let's have a quick recap on whatever we have discussed in the past episode. So the past episode, our title was Instagram removing number of likes on their platform. So the points we have talked about is how vanity metrics are affecting us now as a user and also as a marketer and also what are the mental health issues and social pressure have been I know affecting everyone after the number of likes have been removed and also how is this activity affecting the privacy issues on people and all those bots and fake profiles and follow for follow services have been getting rid of the platform because of the changes and there, of course there are two sides of a coin the first part of the thing is that the pros of removing the light is that now you can see more of your uh, following posts the people that you actually interact with and engage with you will see more of their posts and there are less pressure on instagram for having a perfect life so you don't really need to create a perfect life on instagram based on the number of likes right having this activity also make instagram a better community because people actually come to Instagram with intention they actually come to you know interact with each other instead of just fighting for the numbers of likes and of course there are cons of removing the likes as well for example content creators KOLs influencers may now need more time to get used to what what they are doing and how they strategize their content in the future and it also take more time for people like us you know for marketers to find their perfect influencer to do our campaign right so what are we going to talk about in this episode diana okay before we actually continue with the next episode i have to give a heads up uh, we don't see any changes on instagram yet they are not privatizing the likes but of course if they are um the previous episode will be a very good place for you to strategize uh, your post but in this episode is something that you can use or do it right now now and beyond and future okay so um today we're going to share how are we going to grow our instagram in 2020 of course we know there are a lot of changes on instagram every day okay we see a lot of different things like the activity uh, profile or no activity tab on instagram just removed in like there's no heads up or anything and then it, it is removed right so all these kind of things is very unpredictable so the tips that we're going to share today, it's not about uh, what is the algorithm like today and now. It's about how you're going to do it even with 
the algorithm changes and updates that are going to be on the application. Okay, so uh, four fundamental ways that you go to every platform. You go to YouTube lah. You go to radio lah. You go to any um any general advice from any professionals. They will tell you these four methods. Okay, listen up. First is to be consistent. Yeah, you have to post. You know, a lot every day. You have to post at you know certain time and all that. Okay, this is the first one. Second one, produce great content. Wow, this is very vague. Like, what is great, right? So in this episode itself, is we are going to share what is great. And then the third one would be comment on pages and do giveaways. So been there, done that. We have we have done that for our own page, our clients' page, and we could see what is the real effect and what benefits we get. So how to actually um, filter out and how to actually narrow to a more effective way of doing that. And the last one is. Find viral content and grow your profile. Okay, viral content to me and you is different, right? For me, I might see dogs and puppies and cats that are viral, but for you, it might be something else. So, how to actually create viral content in your niche? So, sense. Tell me, tell me whatever that is that you have for the tips. Okay. So the first tip I want to put out is that you have to use more Instagram stories. Okay. I think not many people know about this, but Instagram stories actually get more engagement as compared to whatever you put on the newsfeed. It's because they are very time sensitive. Because Instagram stories only last for twenty four hours and then they will be gone forever, right? And seventy percent of Instagram stories are actually watched with sound, as compared to Instagram feed, which people usually watch the video with the sound turned off because uh, you have the setting that you can actually just. Scroll through your newsfeed with all the videos turned off. I mean the sound turned off. Because I, uh, Instagram Story also have more interactive features like asking questions, starting a poll, you know, add countdown, and you also add those funny GIF images. And all these will prompt people to actually take action instead of just a normal newsfeed post, which is basically just uh, showing the world whatever you have and whatever you want people to see, right? And on top of that. The second thing I want to say is that videos will definitely dominate your newsfeed and the stories. So the tip here is to produce more videos instead of just images. And if you if you know about this, Instagram TV is set to compete with YouTube. So they are definitely going to invest more exposure to Instagram TV to their users. Like just look at how your uh, your newsfeed now have all those Instagram TV videos. Screen into your newsfeed right now. They are pushing all the Instagram TV videos onto your newsfeed. Previously, you have to actually go to Instagram TV section to view the videos, but right now they are pushing all those videos into your newsfeed as well. It's because people spend more time watching videos than just pictures. So if you are investing your time in producing videos, I would say it definitely will be more worth it than just using plain old images all the time. And Diana, how how about you? What what kind of tips do you have in your mind to share with our people? It's interesting how you did mention uh, to use more IG stories because for me as a user and also for a marketer, I did realize every time you take up your phone and go to Instagram, the first thing you do is go to your stories first. You don't usually scroll. You will look at your stories first, right? So in in this case, we do see. The demand in it. So for you as a brand or as a personal profile, fully utilize your IG stories, which I think is very very useful. 
So what I want to share is pretty simple. When you look at IG, look it as a platform to perform. What, why do I say a platform to perform? It's because you shouldn't be building your customer base on um, Instagram. It's about building an audience on Instagram. Because why? If you think about it, if you are a performer, whoever that comes to your show are your audience. And your audience might have seen your performance, the same exact performance for 10 times and they are still there. Because why? Because they see the value in you and, and every time you perform, although it's the same thing, but maybe you add a little here and there. So these are all the, the things that you should think when you're posting anything or your IG um, strategy. So for example, you create more intention, you show value to your to your audience rather than your customers because customers are very hard to convert when they don't know you. But when you are going to an audience, when you post things up and you're a performer, you are trying to impress them. You are trying to tell them that why you should be here today and how to make your money's worth. But the thing is, IG is free, right? So it's even a better platform for you to perform whatever you can to show people what you've got and build an audience from there. So um, with that being said, I think... I'll continue with the next point, which is, which is very important that people always think that, uh, we should follow an algorithm. We should follow that, uh, this IG algorithm out there. We, we need to follow a time. We need to follow everything that every marketer is doing. So in this case, what stands out, right? For us as marketers or for us as, as users, we should understand that we shouldn't let the algorithm control us. Rather, we should control the algorithm because what is an algorithm for? So basically, in my term, an algorithm is created for the AI to better understand the platform. Are we AIs? We are not. So we should go against the algorithm, post whatever time we want, post whatever thing we want as well, even if it's a one-minute video or a one-minute video but 10 slides or anything like that. It's, it's fine. You know, it's your platform. You should do whatever you like to do. So with that being said, I could continue with the next point is to be descriptive. What do I mean as be descriptive? Like I did mention, we have 10 carousel posts and why are we not fully utilizing it? If you are going to a museum, would you like to only see one artwork or 10, right? So for us, I mean, we are users and we have this kind of space to use it. We have 10 posts, we can do it. Why are we only using one at a time, every single time, right? So if you have more things to share, of course, you can break it down into a few posts, like maybe three here, four here, five here, but is it still the same story that you're trying to tell? It's, it's fine, you, you see, because on Instagram, Instagram is trying to create a, pro a platform for people to spend time on it. Time is what they are buying. And if you have a longer post, Instagram is going to love you, right? Because you're, you're buying time for them. So in this case, try to always fully utilize all the space you can on the platform. Right, Sans? Yes, I agree. But sometimes more doesn't equals to better. Sometimes less is actually more. So talking about that, we are going to talk about my next point, which is the use of hashtags. And people used to spam hashtags on their posts as they think the more the merrier, right? But when I study on statistics, it actually shows that the more followers you have, you will need to use less amount of hashtag to actually reach more people. This is actually an interesting finding because as you put more hashtag, most people will think that you, the more hashtag you put, you're going to have a higher reach, right? But this is not something that's so common. And the data proves us wrong that when you put more hashtags, when you have a higher following, 
and you put more hashtags, it will actually cause your post to have a lower reach. Okay? So my advice is to use only three to five hashtags in your caption. You, and you have, when you have more, you can also hide them in the, and you put dots before your caption, then it will automatically appear uh, when the people click on the read more button, right? And the rest of your hashtag, you should put them into your first comment. After you post your caption, you put, you post your first comment and put all your hashtags over there. Right? Yeah, um, Sans, before yes. you continue, I did uh, realize that there are some marketers, they practice it this way. They create a spreadsheet for their hashtags that are working. So what they do is they refer to other profiles and then they copy all the hashtags they are using and put into a spreadsheet. And every time they try to alternatively use a few hashtags that are working for them to see, is it really working? Because for every profile, every client is, is very different. So for you to do A-B testing, it'll be a, a good hack for you to put it into a spreadsheet and observe it through your insights and see which hashtag is actually working for you. Yes, the key here is to always study on what kind of hashtag will work and what kind of hashtag do not work. Mm -hmm. So putting all of them into a spreadsheet will actually help you to, you know, do your homework, study your statistics and so on. So that is something that you would definitely need to do. And coming up, my next point is to use augmented reality. And people usually short form this as the AR, right? If you check on the Instagram story filters that you use, they are mostly based on AR technology. Right, because this AR technology will allows you to detect different parts of your body, like your eyes, your nose, your mouth, and will also detect movement on your face, and then it will add funny or special effects on your face. Right, so if you have some skill in this kind of augmented reality technology, you could actually create your own Instagram filter and then share it to your friends, share it to the uh, filters marketplace, so the public can actually use those filters and you know, make fun of it, and then they can share it. So you will get the credit of the filters. So this will actually help you to get more reach to your page or to your brand. So speaking about that, what's the next point that you have, Diana? Right, when you, ask, when you are talking about AR, like I've been quite interested in this um, topic since I think two weeks ago because I've been seeing a lot of different AR filters on our browse tab on the Instagram stories. So I did uh, went and do some research to realize that there are a lot of AR creators out there who are very keen to collaborate, okay? So um, my next point would be collaborate. How would you collaborate on Instagram it is a very simple example that I just mentioned. So if you are a brand, if you are an influencer, if you are a content creator, try to come up with a collaboration with maybe a creator. Or it can be as simple as um, creating or shouting out someone's name, that uh, someone's profile on your profile that is doing something very good uh, uh, to, to give them even more awareness. You see, there's no... I think on Instagram, we have to see it as a less competitive place, making sure that... Instagram is a community for everyone to share, to share their thoughts and to look for like-minded people rather than, you know, I want to get more followers than you. I have to have get more likes than you. I have to have more comments than you. The thing is, I've been using like Instagram to comment on people that are doing well rather than because um, 
because that person is posting something very nice and very visually appealing, but more towards how they are using Instagram with more intention and purpose. I've been commenting with them and I've realized that they are more than happy to share a lot of tips and insights. And these are very good possible collaborations that you could do with anyone you think has very good content that could relate to you. And these collaborations could eventually create a better relationship or even a better social circle in your business or as a content creator. I think it's a very awesome way to do that. So with that being said, the, the next point I would like to share is to understand the unicorn strategy. So what does the unicorn strategy? Okay, immediately in my mind, I can think of some purple glitter and all that. But uh, the unicorn strategy is very simple. It's for you to go into your niche or your industry to understand what is doing well out there today. Uh, maybe in short, you could say it's something trending, but only trending in your own niche. For example, if I'm a fashion brand and I see Chanel Dior coming out with something. For example, if I'm not mistaken, like weeks ago, there's this banana taped uh, on the wall and, and this creates a very interesting topic. I think this is a very general topic that you could see as a unicorn strategy, but for you in your industry, what is the unicorn there that you can learn from and share your insights on? So you can share anything, you can expand their points or even you could disagree with it and you'll be able to find your right audience who believes and trusts your views. So in this case, this is a way on how you grow your Instagram in terms of getting the right audience for you, your profile and your niche. So with this sense, do you have anything to add before we end? So my last point is, whatever strategy we have shared to you just now might not work best for your page because mm. different pages audience actually react differently and have a different set of behavior, right? So the best way to study your audience is to actually study on your past result, right? Just log into your Instagram, bring up the insights page, and then see what kind of posts in the history that you get the best response. So what you can do is just to produce more content, just like the posts that have the best results. So based on your page result, you produce more content that's more like it. That is the best way to, you know, to produce content that's really suited for your page audience. So let's have a quick recap on whatever we have discussed today. The first point is to use more Instagram story. Second one, that use more videos. Third one is to use of hashtag, but less is more. The fourth point, use of augmented reality. And my last point is study on the past result. And for Deanna's side, it is yeah, the first one would be build an audience, not a following on your profile. The second one is to create your own algorithm. Don't follow anyone. You be you, you know, just share whatever you like. And then be more descriptive in the sense that um, use whatever tools or whatever space Instagram is trying to provide us. Fully utilize them. And the next one will be understand the unicorn strategy. Remember the purple glitter. And lastly, collaborate. It's like partnerships you do um, in real life. You talk to people, you try to create a relationship. That is how you should be using Instagram and how you should be growing it in future. With that being said, we'll be recording one more episode before the end of the year. And in that episode, we'll be talking about changes in consumer behavior in 2020 and beyond. And this episode is going to be suitable for business owners, marketers, students, or just anyone who are interested in this topic. So please stay tuned for our next episode. 
Yeah, we have been reading up a lot of reports, like 20 to 30 pages reports to actually understand what is the general idea of what are the trends going to be or what are the changes are going to be that you can add into your business or your marketing um, campaign. So with that being said, before we even end this episode, I could realize that we have been being too intense in talking. Lah, huh? We haven't been very casual at all. So uh, I think this is one of the things that we really need to understand on your feedback. So please do follow us on our social media networks, which are Facebook, Instagram, and we are also on TikTok. Yeah, I know a lot of people are saying like, eh, why are you on TikTok? But yeah, we like it. So we're going to do it. Okay. So we are going to post some Christmas TikTok videos also. So if you're interested and you're on TikTok, please do follow us, talk to us, engage with us. You know, we don't bite and we are very friendly people, at least for me. Uh, so, yeah, for sense too. So have a, I mean, this episode should be coming out during Christmas or before Christmas. So have a very Merry Christmas on behalf of everyone here in Jumix. Have a holly jolly Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Yeah, thank you, Sans. Uh, that's our additional FX um, <laughs> effect. And then, uh, yeah, please provide us with any feedback. Talk to us. What you like to listen? What kind of language? is okay. 虽然我是想嚼辣,不过我会很尽量的讲 Okay, so um, thank you everyone for listening We appreciate you And I think that's all for today Yes, I'm signing out This is Sandstill and Deanna going offline Bye-bye <laughs> Bye, -bye. Bye.